0: For the second year in a row, the Rangers were very active in free agency, but did they do enough to challenge the Mariners and Astros in the division? We'll discuss on today's AL West preview here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Friday, March 10th, 2023. This is Tidey Gonzalez and Colby Patton for the Locked On Mariners podcast brought to you by FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com locked on today to get started. Thank you so much for making us your first listen, subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. The link As well as our social accounts, is in the description below. On today's show, we'll continue our AL West preview series with a look at the Texas Rangers. And like we did with the A's on Tuesday, we'll go over what the Rangers did this offseason, how their roster looks overall, and what our expectations are for them in 2023. But before we do, be sure to stick around until the midway point of the show to find out how you and a friend or family member can see the Mariners for free in April or May. Your choice. So, Colby, we have to start here when talking about the Rangers offseason, Jacob deGrom. Yes, they signed Jacob deGrom, who is, to many, one of the greatest pitchers of all time, if not the greatest pitcher of all time. Obviously, has dealt with some injuries the last couple years, has not been able to stay on the field. But aside from deGrom as well, they added Andrew Heaney, they added Nathan Evaldi. They've completely rebuilt their rotation. They have John Gray, who's coming from last off season. They re-signed Martin Perez, who's coming off of a great year into his late 30s, kind of a revitalization of his career. So this is a pretty good rotation on paper, but there are a lot of injury concerns with these guys. A lot of uh, injuries within their track record, and they've already reported some injuries here in camp. Jacob deGrom still hasn't made a start in spring. Nathan Evaldi still hasn't made a start in spring. John Gray has reported some discomfort. This has been an issue for them already. I mean, I've said in the past that it's hard for me to buy in on this team considering all the injury concerns. What do you think? How do you feel about this team and what they did this offseason?
1: I think they certainly got better, um, which is obviously the goal. Uh, The issue with uh how they got better is that they didn't do it with um what's the word here they did it they did it with plenty of risk added in and they spent a lot of money to go out and acquire these risky players now if you get 25 starts from you know Jacob de Grom he's probably worth that contract but mm-hmm. again you're still talking about seven eight starts where you're not going to have them that's that's a two months you know without your big, you know, 175 million dollar arm, and we talk about Heaney. Heaney has been pretty mediocre his entire career, with the exception of last year with the Dodgers, um, when he wasn't asked to start, you know, every five days. Uh, so, can he do it again? Can he maintain his health? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Martín Perez, you know, again, great year last year. Can he do it again? I don't know. We're about to see. Perez also has his own injury concerns, um, and Ivaldi. Some days he's great, sometimes mm-hmm. he's really bad, and sometimes he's hurt, and there's really no in-between. So how mm-hmm. do you rely on these guys on a day-by-day basis? I don't know that you do. I don't know if you can, and when you look at kind of what the Rangers have in terms of starting pitching depth, uh, you know they brought in Jake Odorizzi in a trade, but Odorizzi is also too, yeah. dealing with, with an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I look at what they have coming up, there's nothing in the there's nothing coming up right now that is going to, you know, drastically tip the scales. Uh, you know, Jack Leiter can't throw can't find a strike zone right now. Uh the fact that he's consistently ranked over Bryce Miller is a joke. Um, Leiter's not a major league guy right now. Owen White, fringy major league guy right mm-hmm. now. Still like him long term. Uh, and Cole Wynn is probably the next guy up. And and those are good prospects, but they're not certainly not game changers at least not as we've seen it there there's not a george kirby uh in that group this year so they don't have a ton uh to offer in terms of depth and i feel like they're going to need depth uh with this rotation because they did not build it on a bedrock of of healthy arms so we'll see it it definitely could work out for them if all these guys make 30 starts it's a very good rotation what are the odds that all of them make 30 starts right so
0: five-year 185 million dollar contract for Jacob deGrom this of course comes off of last off season when they gave a couple of big contracts to Corey Seager and Mark mm-hmm. Simeon and those guys obviously projected to be at the top of their lineup Nathaniel Lowe was a revelation last year uh, Josh Young uh, came up late in the year and and had a, a decent uh, cup of coffee in, in the majors uh, certainly gave the Mariners some issues in their games um, against them Uh, but this offseason they really didn't do uh anything to address the the lineup they signed robbie grossman who is coming off of a pretty mediocre year with detroit and atlanta and that's about it they signed you know clint frazier a favorite of yours to a a non roster invite who knows if he's going to end up making the team or not out of camp and uh again that's that's about it on the uh on the roster or on the position player front uh, so, again, you know, looking at roster resource here on Fangraphs, their projected starting nine against righties is Simeon, Seeger, Lowe, uh, Adalise Garcia, Jonah Heim, Robbie Grossman, Josh Young, Brad Miller, former Mariner, and leoti Tavares, uh, with Mitch Garver, Ezekiel Duran, Josh H. Smith, and Clint Frazier on the bench. And that's just,
1: there's still a lot of holes in that lineup, right? Yeah, you get past the top 3 and there are some serious question marks. Uh I like Arcia. He's a fun player to watch, but the dude doesn't get on base. Jonah Heim, he's kind of done it once. He's he's kind of similar to Cal Raleigh where we're kind of like, "Okay, that's cool. You did it once, and it was really helpful and it was good, but can you do it again?" I don't know and and we'll see uh, you know, how how Heim kind of rebounds or not rebounds? How he repeats? Now that there's a book on him, Grossman's mm-hmm. coming off a terrible year, uh but I still do like the bat. I think he's a pretty solid bat. And then you know, young Young and and Miller and Tavares. That there's some upside there, but it's not a lot. There's not a lot there. there this is a team that is built on, you know, hitting home runs, and and there's not a lot of on base skills uh present mm-hmm. in this lineup. So. Mm -hmm. to me you get past the first three guys it's not that it's a cakewalk after you know four through nine but it's not exactly murderer's row it's not a very deep lineup um Mm -hmm. again i think i think the rangers are really hoping that somebody like young takes a huge step forward or maybe it's duran you know jumps up and he takes a an everyday spot or or josh h smith and those are all you know those are young players that i like i like i think there are some real talent there but until mm-hmm. they actually do it it's hard to project because none of these guys are, are Julio Rodriguez I mean they're they're not like easy to project as successes right away mm-hmm. um so we don't know if that's gonna pop this year and every year it doesn't pop Corey Seeger gets older Marcus Simeon gets older right you know Nathan Avaldi gets older Martin Perez gets you know what so you've you kind of put yourself in a position where these guys have to pop right now. Or I have to keep spending more and more money to build, so I don't miss this window. Uh, this roster is is kind of starting to look like the 2018 Mariners, where it's it's got a lot of big names and it's got a lot of, you know, a lot of players who can hurt you and they can maybe do some damage. But if one thing goes wrong, if two things go wrong, uh oh, the difference, the difference is that Texas still has a pretty good farm system. Yeah, so. they have
0: to pit, they have to pitch their butts off here. Yeah. Um, but you look at this lineup and and you know, talking about teams that could use Brian Reynolds. Yep. This is one of them. Um teams that can probably
1: afford Brian Reynolds. This too, is one of them. Yeah, that too, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh looking at their bullpen here, real quick, uh pretty much same as, as last year. They did add Will Smith, uh, the the lefty he was most recently with the Astros. And then you mentioned Jaco DeRizzi, who they acquired from the uh the Braves. Uh, he's maybe they're going to run a six-man rotation or, you know, if everyone's healthy or um, mm-hmm. maybe he's just a spot starter, long relief guy at this point. Basically what the Mariners are trying to do with Chris Flexen. Um, they acquired him, I believe, for Colby Allard from the Braves. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. All right, so we're going to just kind of look at this roster overall and talk about our expectations for this Rangers team and kind of talk about the the narratives that have been going you know revolving around this team here for uh for a little while in just a moment but uh real quick a reminder this episode of locked on mariners is brought to you by built bar looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories and you got to try built bar we just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then, man, I've got just the thing for you. you got to try Built. When Built healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you, which is perfect for your New Year's resolution. And what makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they are all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors, like churro peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bilt does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar, while well, maintaining an amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need a to brown to get yourself a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Bilt bars at Bilt.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right, head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab yourself a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Wanna see the 2023 Mariners up close and personal? I'm giving away two main level tickets to one of the Mariners value games in either April or May. The game is up for you to decide if you win. Eligible series for this giveaway are the ones with the Angels and Brewers in April and the Rangers and A's in May. All you have to do to enter is subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave a comment on any of our episodes from this week. We will randomly pick a video and a comment from that video to determine a winner next week. Good luck and go M's! and you're listening to the Lockdown Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen here on Friday as we preview the 2023 Texas Rangers, one of the Mariners divisional rivals. And there are a lot of people out there, Colby, that think this team is good enough to compete with the Mariners, maybe even the Astros within this division, people w- even within the Mariners fan base I've seen. Do you buy into that at all? Because I'm going to be real with you. No. I don't.
1: Yeah. No. Um. Here's what I, I buy into. I think the Rangers can compete for a wild card spot this year um, mm. in the same way that Baltimore did last year. Um, But when I look at this roster and I compare it to Seattle's and Houston's, I still see a significant gap uh, in talent. Uh, the Mariners and the Astros both have deeper lineups. They both have... Um, they both have, I don't want to say safer pitching staffs, but they both have staffs that are much more likely to give their teams 180 innings each than what the what the uh, Rangers have. And, and then I look at the bullpens, and that's a huge difference. The, the difference between the Rangers bullpen and what the Astros and Mariners are going to run out there is night and day. So in order for them to compete with the Mariners or even the Astros, their bullpen is going to have to be you know, kind of do that like 2014 Mariners thing where it's just a bunch mm-hmm. of guys and they all just happen to have career years on the same year, which isn't impossible. We've seen teams do that before, but uh, right. yeah, my big concern with this with this uh, Rangers team in terms of can they compete for a playoff spot? I don't know if they have the depth uh, in their lineup. I don't think it's deep enough. Um, and I don't know if they have the bullpen to do it uh, or if they have the depth to back up their, let's say fragile starting pitching staff. Um, I don't know if they have major league depth. Uh, and right. you kind of they kind of skipped the important parts of a rebuild, which is building up this foundation and then adding stars on top of it. They've kind of done the opposite way where they've added stars and they're like, okay, now we can build a foundation around these stars. And that doesn't tend to work. At least it it right. very rarely works in major league baseball. So we'll see if it does this this year. Uh I think I think the Rangers are going to be. Pretty good, but I, I don't think they're a playoff team uh, based on where everything is right now. But yeah, I mean, they're certainly better than they were last year. Uh, but they're still—they kind of—it it feels to me like they skipped over some of the the finer things about building a a playoff baseball team that they've just simply kind of ignored.
0: Right. This was the twenty sixth rank bullpen in terms of win probability added this past mm-hmm. season. Uh, I believe they were minus 3.86, somewhere around there, Uh, 3.66, minus 3.66, which essentially means a very simplified explanation of that, means that whenever the Rangers went to their bullpen, their chances of winning decreased. Yeah, They were not very good. And again, they didn't add much to that unit this offseason either. So they're mostly running with the same guys here. Jose Leclerc mm. is the is the big name out of the bullpen. And you know, there's a couple of other, you know, interesting arms in there like Jonathan Hernandez, uh, Brock Burke, but this is still mm, I just I have my concerns about this bullpen. It's just it's certainly right. not close, as you said, it's certainly not close to what the Mariners have going on and what the Astros have going on in their bullpens. Mm-hmm. Um at, at least on paper. At least on paper it, yeah again you know bullpens are so finicky and yep. that goes both ways right mm-hmm. guys could all have their you know career worst years as they could all have their career best years at the same time right so you never know yeah uh, you, you really never know what these guys you don't you know and and we're not looking at the rangers close enough to know you know which guys are working on new pitches and what's you know what's the health situation looking like from last year into this year and all that so there's obviously some context that's missing here when we have this discussion but overall i just looking at what i see here on paper i'm just i i don't see anything that's gonna carry them because again a couple of injuries happen here and then they have to turn to their young guys that means that more uh pressure is is put on the bullpen to perform essentially Uh, because you're gonna have to have that bullpen carry you through some games especially if you have young guys that are on innings limits etc so I just, I, I have a lot of concerns here. Essentially, like, I, I think that the ceiling for them is wild card team. I agree with you on that. But that's really if everything goes right. And I just don't expect that everything is
1: going to go right for them. So, especially on the health front. Right. Um, you know, again, you get past the top three in that lineup. It's not that you're not, you don't respect those guys hitting four through nine, but you definitely right. don't fear them um and there's a lot of you know bad on base guys in that in that group and there's a lot of you know platoon type of guys uh who struggled last year uh against you know strong side pitching so uh mm-hmm. there's just there's a ton of questions here and they could be answered and, and we did this in June we could be singing a different tune because you know young could be a two-win player and and Josh H Smith could be hitting you know 270 340 450 and you know, all of a sudden, like, oh well, now they have this legit, you know, one through six or whatever. But as things stand right now, I don't see it. I, I, I just see a team that has a, a definite definite ceiling of a wild card team and and you know, barring any kind of big trade deadline acquisitions, which are always possible. Um, I I don't really see a playoff team yet. So
0: last year it took eighty six wins to get into the playoffs in the American League. That's what the the Rays had with the number six seed Mm -hmm. last year, the Rangers won 68 games. So very simple question to you here. Did they do enough to add 18 wins? Essentially.
1: I know that's not exactly how it works, but right. And I don't know because you know, you don't just have to go out and buy 18 war, right? That's not how it works right. because guys get yeah. better. They have better years, blah, blah, blah. And, and mm. you know, other teams around you get worse so that you can get better and you can win more games, yada, yada, yada. It's not as simple as just like, well, did they add 18 war? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I don't see I, that. I guess a, a better,
0: I guess a better way to phrase it would be, did they put themselves in a position to add those 18 wins?
1: I guess. There's a chance they did. I don't think it's a good chance. That's right. how I would kind of phrase it. Right.
0: I would say this is probably a 82, 83 win team, you know?
1: Yeah, I could see this team be, you know, being a real contender throughout most of the summer and then kind of fading as, as their depth or lack thereof kind of catches up with them. Um, right. Kind of like Baltimore last year. So I think if you're looking for like a new Baltimore Orioles this year, it's probably Texas, but even that's different because Texas just threw money. Right. Baltimore is right. is taking the the slow and steady path and and Texas just keeps throwing money at, at free agents and, and trying to right. skip the painful years of a rebuild. But right. We'll see if it well, works. Well, if they don't get going
0: this season and maybe find themselves in a position to sell off at least a little bit at the trade deadline let's talk about some guys that might make sense for the mariners here that we just see you know just trying to project a little bit uh to tie the mariners into this whole thing in just a moment but real quick a reminder this episode of locked on mariners is brought to you by FanDuel, the midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanDuel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash l-o-c-k-d-o-n to learn more make every moment more with fanduel an official sports betting partner of the nba and you're listening to the locked on mariners podcast thank you again for making us your first listen so we went over the roster here for the texas rangers Colby, were there any names that I mentioned or maybe that you see on your end here that you think could be a fit for the Mariners if the Rangers end up kind of sputtering and, and find themselves in a position to sell in July?
1: Yeah, um, that's kind of part of the hard part is that the the Rangers have kind of put themselves in a position where unless everything like literally falls apart and they're in last place, they kind of can't really sell all that much because they've given either given a lot of money to these guys or they're not very good right so there's not a ton that's going to be available like they're not going to to trade Nathaniel Lowe right and and obviously nobody's going to buy Kyle C- or uh, Corey Seager's contract um but yeah you know a few guys Robbie Grossman possibly um we'll see what kind of year he has the Mariners could have a need uh in the outfield or as part of the DH rotation where Grossman could make some sense um yeah i want to say brad miller but yeah. <laughs> no i i don't think i can mm-hmm. uh yeah I, john gray or or avaldi or heaney maybe maybe one of those starting pitchers makes some sense if they're actually healthy which we'll see but, you know some of the guys who are on shorter type of deals um uh, and then out of the bullpen, I think you know Jose Leclerc is is a guy who they could probably get a pretty decent amount for. Uh, would the Mariners be interested? I mean, kind of depends on how their bullpen looks and and how good of a year he's having. Uh, Brock Burke is is a really interesting arm, but I think he's going to be pretty expensive if the Rangers were to move him uh, anytime soon. <laughs>
0: yeah I I mean like it, look we did we said this with the A's we'll say this with the Rangers again really any of the bullpen arms it makes yeah. sense if they're if they're good right and if it makes sense for the Rangers to move on from them so really name any any guy here in the Rangers bullpen and they could be a possibility uh I like the Grossman call he's someone that's you know going to be deadline bait he's not going to get the team a lot you know he's not going to get Texas a lot at the deadline but um he's someone that you know, a fringe contender or even, you know, maybe a real contender depending on how he's playing. Uh certainly going to have interest in just given um you know the the switch hitting versatility that he brings and, and and all that. So um but yeah, there aren't a lot of guys that that make a ton of sense here uh from Texas. Maybe Adelis Garcia? Maybe he's so anti-control he's the an- zone. Yeah, yeah, he's the complete opposite of what Jerry DePoto and, and Justin Hollander have typically looked for. It. And yeah, they've bucked that trend here and there. At times they've been kind of selective with it. Right. But I, I don't know. I don't really see that. And I think if, you know, Jared Kelnick doesn't pan out, Cade Marlowe doesn't pan out, etc., they're probably gonna aim higher than Garcia to to fill out that spot. Uh, because mm. some or at least someone that
1: fits more in line with their philosophy right um but yeah i mean like i don't see them i don't see them trading like tavares or yeah. um probably not duran or smith um mm-hmm. i don't think anybody's going to be want to trade want to trade for Degrom. not that he's probably going to be available but martin Perez only has one year right he's on the qualifying offer i believe so right that's a rental that maybe makes sense we'll see where the mariners are at rotation wise uh Heaney is a two year deal, so he might make some sense of all the similar so starting pitching, you know, there could be some guys that the Rangers could move that the Mariners might be interested in. But overall, I don't think I think it's more likely that Texas is going to be a buyer at the deadline, almost regardless of what their situation is. So I think if they do sell, um, it'll be, you know, one year types, the rentals and and all that stuff. And that would be Grossman, Will Smith, Martin Perez, those type of guys.
0: Well, it kind of feels like they they're gonna have to be in a position to add no matter what. Kind of like yeah. the Mariners the last couple of years, where we've you know talked within the context of you know not knowing if the Mariners were going to make it to the playoffs or not, but saying you know what they, they just given the position that they're in, they have to go out and add at the deadline, add and sell, you know, do a little bit of both. And again, that's where kind of the one year guys like Robbie Grossman and Martín Perez coming to play here for the Rangers because they're probably not a part of the long-term plan for Texas moving forward. Right. So, something to keep in mind there. All right, well, that's gonna do it for our show. Uh, again, uh, just a reminder that uh, this is your last opportunity to enter our giveaway for the two main level value game tickets, and a reminder those games, are those series that are eligible for the giveaway are the ones against the Angels and the Brewers in April and then the Rangers and A's in the month of May. Uh, Let us know which one you would like to go to down in the comments below. And as long as you're subscribed and leave a comment on this video or any of the videos from this uh, week, uh, you are entered into the giveaway. All right. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. For Colby Patnode, I'm Titan Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at lo underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPat11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well at Locked On Mariners. That's one word: Locked On Mariners. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen. Now for your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts just like us. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And with that, have yourself a beautiful baseball day and a beautiful baseball weekend. And we'll see you on Monday. Peace.